man, Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father, and Jesus, we want to um, truly thank you, man. Um, thank you for just, you know, to be able to pivot, the ability to pivot. Um, don't panic, but pivot. And I want to, I want to, I want to just pray for everybody's hearts and minds in this time of whatever, we're, whatever we're growing through. You know, what you have us going through to, to who we're to, to who we're going to become. You know, it's not about it's not about who you are. It's about who we're going to become. And that you speak through us. Don't I don't want to use none of our words. Like we want you to speak through us, Heavenly Father, and to to really help people on this path because this is an experience. We're creating experiences for ourselves for people that we don't even know. Like there's somebody that's listening to these podcasts that are, that's really helping them out, and it's way bigger than just our voices. It's about them hearing about Christ, hearing about how we are transitioning in our life, how we growing and evolving in our life through you, you know? So we want to thank you again for allowing us to be here this day to do this today. And to know that from this day, we can continue to grow, evolve, cultivate and cultivate change for generations. So we thank you. We praise you in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. 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 Uh, let's just get into it, bro. So Dashayla, picking it up with what you talked about, let's start with you, Dashayla. Like, continue to say what you were saying, because I was going to say something, but I kind of forgot. <laughs> okay, so just as a refresher, um, I'm currently in a season where I'm looking for jobs. And, you know, if you've ever been in a transitional phase where you're not making any money, you know, other people are going to be like, oh, how are you going to support yourself, you know, in this time? So, for example, with me, my mother, she asked me why I didn't go to a specific appointment so I could start subbing. But for me... It's not about trying to make money in a temporary situation. <laughs> for me, it's about looking for and applying for a job where I feel like I can contribute mm-hmm. as my authentic self, be my authentic self, show off the skills I know I have, or just put them to use really in in a full-time manner so I can kind of, I have the image of like cre- creating roots in a yeah. system. So like for me, substitute teaching is just you know it's a temporary fix and I don't like to do things just to do them Mm -hmm. I like for there to be thought behind it I'm not gonna say I'm never gonna substitute teach in this meantime but as I'm still applying to these full-time positions I'm not I'm not gonna sub because my priority is to get a job somewhere not just to make money Mm -hmm. I can relate to that um and it's and it it, it kind of works in reverse for me a little bit just because, you know, I moved from where I was away from my family and I had a really great job. Like I was moving up in that job. Um, there was a lot of opportunities, but it kept me restricted as far as like where I was, and it limited my time with family. And so, um, within that job, I spent, you know my first holidays away, I lost some family members and didn't get to go and be with my family during those times. And it felt really isolated for me. Um, And I always say to this day, like, I wish that because what I was doing was so fulfilling. Mm -hmm. So I was a case manager for juveniles um, and all the different things like it, it spreads out wide range, but I'm now in a place where I have my family, but I'm also in a job that I know is going to be temporary. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean it, it's a, another stepping stone onto that I can add. Okay, check. I've done outpatient. Check. Mm-hmm. I've done residential, and it builds my resume. And I think that's our season right now. Is like we're just building our resume for whatever it is that our purpose will come to. Right. And it'll be a real full circle moment. Yeah, I like that you said for our purpose and not for the occupation. Right. So, yeah. Because it ain't about that. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not like, I mean, I ain't gonna lie, like, bro, we was just on the phone 15 minutes before we got on this record. But it's just like, even in where we're at right now, we're focused on making deposits, bro. We're, we're focused on putting deposits in the right place. And I think where I'm at, I could just be personal. It's like Darshayla said on the phone, like it's like a crossroad, bro. You can either go one way, and one way is tugging on my heart. 
Well, no, let me say it like this. One way is tugging on me, and the other way is tugging on the purpose that God has called me to be. And it's like, but I, I want that though. Like, I want to go there. I've been going, I've been, I want to do that from my, when I was, since I was seven. I've been wanting to do that since I was seven. But he's like, bro, if you go my way, I'll give you everything that you want and more, press down, shaking together, and running over if you just do my, do what I called you to do. And it's just like, it's tough because look, I'm I'm gonna be real. Like I'm not a, I didn't had a a job before. Them things don't work for me. <laughs> like they, they they just don't. Like I just feel like I'm not built to be. You know what I'm saying? Like I truly believe I'm built to be an entrepreneur. And I, when you say entrepreneur, don't mean like people here like um, owning a business or um, money. I'm not I'm not even talking about that. I believe an entrepreneur is meant to serve. Like I like there was a one of the word of the days I said Jesus was had the entrepreneurial mindset because he was he was serving like he he was doing things for people not just so you could look at him and say you know what I'm saying like he never said I or he said I like I am but like it he never lived in an I mindset he was always like we that's why he had twelve disciples around him so that mm-hmm. we can cultivate change right so like. I, I just feel like, and Moody, I kind of want you want you to talk to the people too about where you at and your walking direction you going in, because um, it's like, bro, we play ball, bro, but it's like, is it? I don't know, bro. Like, is it is is it the ball or is it what the ball can do? Hmm. Man. That's good. Yeah, and it it makes you makes you sit back and think, man. Like, you know these. These past couple of days, and I've been wrestling with that as well. Um, and it, it definitely, I, I definitely understand when you you saying that you know you feeling like you're you're being tugged in different directions with you know this is what I want and versus what God what God wants for me. And the only thing I could think about is is truly and fully surrendering and trusting and believing that once you surrender, He's going to give you all those wants and and those desires of your heart. Um, along and in align with the the will of God, but man, it's tough. Yeah, um, dude, bro. It is, man, because you know you've when you've thought about something, you have one perspective for your whole life, and then God comes in and he introduces a different perspective. And I was like, ah, like yeah, I, I know, I hear you, I'm with you, Father. I've only been able to see it mm. one way mm. in my whole life. And and now you're asking me to give that up and to just give that up right in there, walk into the unknown where that faith lies, go through some things. And it's that it's the process, it's the walk that that comes along with that 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 brings you doubt, that that brings you the the disbelief, the 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 presence of mind where you're like man I don't know if I want to go through that mm-hmm. but it's the it's that end, end result that that has you look back and like man you know all I need to do is trust in God now look where I'm at and and now I mean I'm I'm in that same boat man uh I'm I'm going through it right now as we speak and and truthfully be honest with you I don't I don't know what to think as far as what's next, as far as future, moving on and doing what, I just want to be silent. I just want to be still. I want to put my emotions aside. I want to put what I want. Um, and I just want to be quiet. And I just want to be still because I don't want to miss the opportunity for God to say, okay, I need you to just sit down, trust me, wow. and look up. Wow. You might You might miss something. So... Um, but it's definitely tough. It's it's definitely tough, and you gotta always keep praying. You always gotta keep praying through the process, man. Um, it's it's a lot, though. <laughs> I can't I can't stress that enough. It's it's a lot. I think the toughest thing with the process is I know for me is you know you talked about you know consulting with God. And that's the first thing I always do, especially with like big life changing decisions. We do 
with the small stuff, yes, but I'm talking about going to him in a complete different way when it comes to things that requires immediate response. Mm. And so when Z talked about having the crossroads, it was like, okay, here's these two roads. And it's like, I'm being still and I'm listening and I'm praying and I'm like, you know, God, give me clarity. But then there's also, too, in the process, it's like when it comes to that time where you have to be like, okay, I'm going to take this road. It's like, oh, but is that really what God told me to choose? Yeah. And I know one thing that I hear a lot or I read a lot uh, in scripture and what I hear like preachers and speakers talk about is like, you know, even whatever you decide know that he's still with you for sure like you know like if if he told you to go right and you missed the sign and you went left like he's still gonna be there with you and he might bring you back he might just make it do what it do we don't know but he's still there when you make that decision and you take that step and i think that's also something to kind of like rest in and know that as long as you continue to confide in him, pray to him, seek scripture for the truth, then it's like you really can't go wrong. Yeah. You just might take mm-hmm. a little bit of a detour when he might have got yeah. you there a little, maybe a little fast, maybe not. I don't know. But see, but yeah. it's like it's like it's like when ET talk about it, right? Like ET said, he was like, I could have been doing this, but he was like his emotions yeah. had him in a place where he was in an abandoned buildings, where he was homeless, eating out of trash cans, and he didn't really have to be. He was like, he could have been on this. He could have been on what he was doing. He could have been doing God's work, but it was like he was steady. You know what I'm saying? Like, it it was him that was holding himself back, and, like, I don't want to do that for myself. Like, bro, I can go to Florida February 1st and go out there, and don't get me wrong, like, progress, but it's like, is it is it is it is it is it like I, I don't know if my family's relationship will be flourishing by me going out there. Like I don't know if if that's where God really wants me to be, or does God want me to continue in like he gave me an opportunity, bro, yesterday. He gave me an opportunity to be like legit. Bo Porter is doing exactly what we are talking about doing, having a school, having an athletic program, having a nonprofit. And I'm like, bro, like this is it. I told before, I said, bro, you're doing exactly what God is putting me to do. So it's like, should I stay here and learn the system, which will be a more long-term uh, delayed gratification? Or should I go do what I want to do and go throw this ball? But it's like, it's like now I'm on another human's time. Like now I'm waiting on another human to validate me when I'm already validated by God. Where it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't have to, don't even, like I love the competitiveness, but maybe I could put that competitiveness in something else. Maybe mm-hmm. I could be more competitive in, I don't know, speaking, or maybe it's in just mentoring or even putting these, giving people experiences, bro. Like yeah. I, I I'm I'm at I'm at a crossroad, bro. Like I'm really I'm not I wouldn't say I'm struggling, but I'm I'm sitting here like it's two ways you can go right now. Yeah. It's two ways you can go. And I think the I think the similarities and and you know what I'm experiencing and and what you're speaking on is that it's like okay, what opportunity we we got the opportunity we we can make our choice. We got the opportunity to do anything. But what opportunity am I going to miss if I go and do this? Right. That might, mm-hmm. that might help me because I want to do both of them. Of course I do. But this, me going to do what I want to do might set me back a little bit longer to do what I need to do or what I was called to do. Or what you were probably going to do anyway. <laughs> yeah. So that's, I know that's, I'm just hearing you speak and those are the same similarities and and what I'm experiencing right now, um, and it's a, it's it's a it's a game of tug and war, man. It's a game. I feel like it's it constantly changes. It it changes, like it's always going back and forth. 
Like, okay, boom, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. I don't know, bro. Like for me though, bro. Like, like I, I, I feel like it's, it's like the passion versus purpose. It's like passion versus purpose. Like my passion is to continue to pursue professional, professional ball to make be a Hall of Fame pitcher. Why? And and that, but the, okay, the why it will be to create change. It will be to give back to the community. It will be to allow people to have reach for opportunities for that way to open doors for people. So it's like okay, but do you have to play ball to do that? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's that's the that's the you know what I'm saying? Like and the answer is no. <laughs> like you don't have to play ball to do that. But let me I, I got to go here too because this this is also a factor. It's also because of the people that said you couldn't do it. And now that, like, now that you're not doing it, they're like, oh, I knew you can't do it. I knew. And it's like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not listening to them, but they are in my head, though. Like, I'm not like, is that a, is that a pride thing? That probably is a pride thing, bro. That probably is a little, a little ego, like, to where I'm thinking about, them. I'm thinking about them instead of thinking about what God's telling me to do. You know? And the yeah. biggest the biggest thing that I think we're talking about is just being obedient. Yeah. And just being able to discern. Like, I remember Kiana said before we got on call, like, we're talking about what it looks like. <laughs> like, yeah. practically, we have four different, four different lives right here. Four different perspectives. All of this. And all, but the common the commonality is obedience, because like you said earlier, Alex, we're trying to we're making deposits in cash. That's the focus, really, is to make sure we're in line with God. But it's like while we're here, like Et always says, how much good can I leave in the earth, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's hard. I just like want people to understand, like obedience is. I feel like it can be some of the hardest decisions you have to make like talking about right now. Like we want to be so obedient, but sometimes you just don't even know, or you're just so confused and you're just like in this waiting and you're just like, Oh, like Moody said, I need to go quiet and look up at the sky mm-hmm. in hopes of receiving some sort of answer. And that's all I've been, that's all we've been playing for clarity, all this stuff. So it's just like, if you are in this same type of situation. I think one thing I read today about scripture, scripture is the truth. If you need to answer, go to scripture. That helped me in my mind in terms of finding the Holy Spirit. So like read as much as you can and see kind of where you naturally find yourself gravitating towards in the spirit and focus on your heart posture. If your heart, I don't know about y'all, Whenever I got stuff going on, I can feel that weight mm-hmm. on my heart. Like, right now. Like, literally, it's like a full-on weight. So, it's like, obedience is not easy, but mm-hmm. it, but it's worth it, God. But go ahead, Alex, sorry. Nah, I mean, nah, like, that's, that's, like, I'm being very... Like, I'm not doing this for no pod. I ain't doing this for, you know what I'm saying, just so we could publish this done. Like, nah, this is where I'm really at right now. Um, and when I when I see ETA, the company ETA, and I watch them on the podcast, bro, and I just, I see where they're at, right? And they, and, and, and you, they talk about all the time, what did they do to get to where they at? And it's like, they were obedient. They were obedient. They are obedient, right? And it's like my my why of why I am here is to cultivate change for generations, to leave this world better than I found it. And <laughs> even when I was in high school grinding for ball, like yeah, I, baseball was the way out. Like like I saw baseball as the way out. You know what I mean? I was like, oh bro, you can you can make millions. And I was like, all right, bet with the millions, I'm I'm gonna be able to change people's lives i'll make sure all the people be able to eat i'll make sure that you can we can get in the start a foundation and start raising up money and i i I was i had the vision for that and it's like it's not even the fact that ball got harder like i'm that's the thing like 
some people may hear this, but oh, they just giving up. Like, nah, honestly, we're not giving up. We're really giving in. We mm. we're really surrendering. Um, well, you know, person like we're really surrendering to what we know we're called to do. Like, I'm not saying I ain't never gonna pick up a ball and like Moody, like I I can go on this other route and still end up where he where I wanted to be anyway. Yep. Like, like he could still open up a door and opportunity and be like, okay, yeah, you was obedient. Now look, this because you had crazy faith because you didn't do what you wanted to do. You did what I wanted you to do. Here you go. But it's mm-hmm. like that. It's it's just like it is that ego, bro. It is that pride, bro. It is. It is that pride, bro. It's like you've been grinding, at it. And, and bro, it's like that text message that I got that I sent you, Moody, from that coach. You already know who I'm talking. Yeah. about. I'm not gonna say because he probably listened uh, to it. It's 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 stuff like that, man. Because I got that text message what, two what years. yeah but a year two years ago yeah and it's just like like come on now like 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 who do you really think i am like no that's absolutely not unacceptable um respectfully but no um it's because your idea of of what that's supposed to look like for me it's far, far different from what it's supposed to look like for myself. Mm. So it's, it's, so when I see stuff like that, it's like, don't you dare place your limitations on me because mm. of what mm. you were able yeah. to see or what you was able to accomplish or just, just anything. Because I don't do that. I don't place that limitation on anybody. You can go on and, and be, and be the next manager of the Philadelphia Phillies. And I'm like, hey, Hey, he deserves it because he obviously had to work for it. Like, yeah. so it's 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 stuff like that um, that that kind of wakes you up and, and flips a switch back in back in you that makes you like, oh yeah, okay, he's gonna be the first person that after this happens, after you know that comes through, he's gonna be the first person I know. Like, hey, I already I already know what I'm gonna say to him when when I sign, <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. I already know. I already got it. Like it's it's been there. I knew what I was gonna say to him since the day he sent that message, and and it's just it's just stuff like that 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 keeps you going, but also could could be like that that extra thing that's like, dang man, uh oh you said all right, I'm walking away. All right, I'm giving in, Lord. What would you say? No, mm-hmm. okay, no, nah, hold on, hold on, Father. I'll be right back. Like it's mm-hmm. it's, stuff, it's stuff like that. They can trip you up though. So it's a it's it's you just gotta pray for a discernment um and how to and how to move when it comes to stuff like that. No, and oh go ahead, go ahead, Kiana. Oh no, I was just saying that I agree and then I was gonna just kind of like touch on because I feel like you know we've all touched into necessarily what we are all navigating through. And it brought up to me, like, when we had our pregame and you said, um, I can't recall it by hand, but you were just saying that I was in a really good place. And I was like, mm. <laughs> I was like, mm. and I felt like that because that's always been what people see. They're like, oh, Kiana's in a good space. Or, oh, Kiana is, like, really... And it's kind of like, and maybe I just wear that well, but I battle the same things that you guys are going through. And so when I speak to y'all, like I'm speaking to myself, um, some may be things I've experienced, but for the most part, me re-navigating those things and having to really apply everything that I've learned, because even though I'm in this position with the job that I have now I really only applied because I wanted to be close to my family hmm. so I, I just in person <laughs> so I, I literally in my mind I was just applying to jobs that was in the area of where my family is because I really needed that but yeah. I was also feeling like I don't ever want to feel stagnant or stuck in jobs. Mm -hmm. And so 
I don't feel stagnant or stuck in the job that I am now, but I had a talk with my therapist last week and I was talking about just, man, you know, I really can't focus or like, you know, my job was asking me to be more empathetic Hmm. and I I have empathy, but my job is not allowing, it's not equaling up to what my morals are. Mm. Wow. And I didn't realize it until my therapist told me that you you struggle when things don't fit with you morally. And I was like, yeah, I, I really do. Because to me, I think about it one way and it's going a whole nother way. And I got to kind of like suck it up because it's a business. It's a, you know, you're working for these people. They want you to do it their way and get the job done and so even though I'm in charge of building my own relationships with clients and so there's a lot of mm, micromanaging but then expecting me to still be me but I can't if you're micromanaging me so I'm not building authentic relationships but then you want me to be more empathetic Mm -hmm. And that's something that, you know, Bull Porter talked about, too, at the convention. He was just like, bro, in business, don't bring your emotions in business. Don't don't be emotional. Um, and, like, we're, we're, we're emotional creatures. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we our emotions kind of lead some decisions. I don't know if they should. I, I, I guess it depends on the situation. But, you know, like, my my question to y'all is though is how do you how do you discern your passion versus your purpose it's a good question passion versus purpose. <laughs> well i'll start off by saying that i'm not even sure what my purpose is mm-hmm. so you know just I'm kind of leaning on the skills I know I possess, the things that naturally make my stomach leap, quote unquote. And I think when you lean, if you're a person like me who doesn't really know, if they can't put a, like words to what they want to do or what their purpose is, like I think if you just naturally lean on the things that you are good at or the things that come easily to you, um, while still like maintaining a level of like, growth and complexity because I, I had to say that because for context for y'all listeners I was in grad school last semester and I decided I wasn't going to go back and I had a 4.0 whatever like I was doing all the things but I left now so, let's say let's say that again 4.0 straight straight A's in grad school <laughs> like <laughs> like killing killing the game it was yeah. like nah, I bumped this I'm out yeah, so, but I, I just wanted to pref I wanted to interrupt what I just said about leaning to what you excel at, because sometimes, though, if it comes easy, you're going to go on autopilot. Yeah. And you have to you have to be very careful of that because you're not, you're no longer growing or stretching yourself in ways that you might need to or the ways that you desire. For me, I desire to be stretched, to be I don't know, just like mentally stimulated in a different way because Mm -hmm. I'm a naturally very responsible, independent human being as only child. But like I've been doing this school thing for 20 whatever years. (laughs) And in my last, you know, in college, I did very well as well. And I feel like that just kind of carried me over into grad school. But it's like, okay, what else can I do? You know, like, I want to just see what other environments I can put myself in, navigate, see what I can learn, and then move somewhere else. Kind of like Kiana said, like, you know, you got that job to build your resume. For sure. I'm, like, that's the same thing for me. I'm trying to get a job where I'm just trying to learn some skills. I'm not trying to be at that job for the next 10 years. Absolutely not. But, like, you know, when you are seeking some greater vision, kind of lean into where you want to grow and then see what kind of happens from there because you'll meet people do things that you never probably thought you would ever do Mm -hmm. talk to people you never thought you would talk to 
And I think from that experience, then you will find your passion. You'll find your community, your niche, whatever it is. Because, you know, I'm not trying to work for a school forever. I'm just trying to learn the skills so we can build our own school, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I like that because I had this crazy opportunity. So when I said I was just looking for jobs... And I was literally coming to Tennessee like every month before I went all in on like deciding. And so I was I was talking to one of our family friends and she's well connected in my field. And so she let me know. She was like, hey, I had this friend. She's a CEO of this like big company, the same kind of type of company residential that I was coming from so I was well versed in it I've been I had been in residential for going on like three years at that point and she was like she's looking for a COO oh wow and I was like what (laughs) and it was crazy because the type of investment she was willing to put in me because her niece is Mm -hmm. in the same field and she said I'm not even going to vouch for her. I know you serious. I know da 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 da. And I'm like, yo, that's your niece. <laughs> I'm like, that's your niece. And so I was like, I was, in, I was grateful because not everybody want to see you win and not everybody wants to put you in a position to win. Right. Um, and even though I didn't go to follow that just because of, of course, again, I'm building my resume, just knowing that people see me to be in positions and then it's like imagine that I became a COO and I excelled in that the COO that was there when she offered me that is not there now I could have one if they was like oh because in mental health they like to go in-house before they go out house so they want to promote in before they get out so I was just like wow but that always stays with me. That always resonates with me just because, you know, even though I didn't go in that position, I'm still connected in that circle. So it can always go. The opportunity to present itself for sure. Yeah. I think that is, um, I think that is very valuable to know that you are the opportunity. Mm-hmm. That. Mm-hmm. That that you you are the blessing you you have value you know what I mean like I think a lot of like in just like salary jobs whatever case it be I think they allow the salary to put the importance of significance on them so if I'm, if I'm only making sixty k then they believe they worth sixty k mm, and, yeah. Yeah. and it's like that's what they want you to think that's right. what they want you to they they want you to have that mindset. And you know, for me, bro, and I'm I'm speaking really to Moody with this, like, like, bro, how many how many players, right? And I'm I'm gonna hurt people's feelings, but this is real. Like, how many players, Moody, that you done came across that they phenomenal players but horrible human beings? Mm-hmm. Too many. Like, like for, for I'm talking about Canada, phenomenal, phenomenal players. But then you catch them outside. I'm like, bro, like, dang, I wish you could take what you do on the field so well into your well being. Yeah. And I think that's where I'm kind of at with it, where I'm just like, okay, bro, you know you're going to die. You ain't going to be here for that long. So what can you leave? Like, like what can you leave after you're gone? Like, I really, I want my kids to walk in someplace. I want my grandkids to walk. And say, oh, your father was Alex Jacobs. Oh yeah, come on, come on. Yeah, yo, yo, yo didn't pay for it, bro. Yo didn't pay mm-hmm. for it. Wait, yeah, that show that. Oh yeah, for sure. Come on, you just get the line yeah. for sure. Come on, like I want them to have a privilege, and it's like, but if I'm so stuck on me, if I'm so stuck on what I want to do, like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that it's important to know. That we are the opportunity. That no matter where you go, you can still the work ethic shouldn't change. Like, Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. The work ethic should not change. Now, Shayla left grad school, but that don't mean she wasn't a hard worker. Like, right. and the thing is, what's really crazy, Kiana, is that like I, I saw I saw the whole process, and we've been on, we was on Facetime. She's studying all this and that. She'll be on Facetime when she go to school. 
And I'm just like, bro, she breezing through this, bro. Like, she's breezing. And I, that don't mean that it wasn't hard or complex. But I'm like, okay, think about it. Why, why is she breezing through and her classmates coming in here, like, complaining about the test hard or something? And I thought about it. I'm like, bro, she got community. She has a support system. She has somebody right, I mean, evolved training. Like, she has, <laughs> she has those people around her that are like, bro, you can, you can do it. And, and, and it don't mean that we calling her every day. It's the fact that she just know that in her heart. Mm-hmm. And when she left school, bro, I remember, you know, she had conversations with me, like, hey, like, I don't know, like, I want to leave school, but I'm not sure. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? The conversation we basically having right now in this crossroad. Yeah. And I remember when she, when she, like, took the, she took, like, she took her, her choice. Like, she made her choice. And... I was kind of just like, bro, like it felt like I, it felt like I had left school too. Like it felt like <laughs> it felt like I was out of school. Like I just unenrolled and stuff like that. And but it, it made me. It just felt like we was free, bro. It, like we left the matrix. We left the paradigm. And now we in this walk of creating our own platform, creating our own experiences, um, really cultivating change for generations. And it starts with doing this it starts with really talking about your life um what you're going through right now you gotta think bro et and them et 50 he's like 50 jamal mm-hmm. Kahee in his 40s cj in his 40s carl i think carl in his 40s too they had kind of what we talked about yesterday years mm-hmm. of a relationship years of putting things together making programs and curriculums like it's like bro like i i'm I, i'm i'm at the point where i'm like bro as as you so competitive on that mound, I need you competitive and changing people's lives. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's and it's good. like there was like two things. Um and it's just major points. Um, I love that because that is it lets you know that you gotta take the process. It ain't gonna always come when you want it to. Mm. And like you said, because I'm sure they would have loved for it to go when they was in unfortunate positions. Yep. for those opportunities to be there for them for them to be like y'all let's do this but you know the relationship had to be there it's kind of like how we talked about you know I can't just do something out of obligation because then I ain't gonna be pouring on my all into it you know I'm gonna pour as much into it as possible but there's gonna be something there but when mm-hmm. you do something because you loving it, it 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 caters to a whole different part mm-hmm. and so when you talk about the players and not all of them being like good people, it's like it boils down to okay, what and who are you doing it for? Hmm. What what's what's your reasoning? What's your what's your purpose in what you're doing? Because it can't just be because I want to get out there and play baseball because I'm getting paid for it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, athletes put their body through a lot. You know, invest a lot of time, invest a lot of money, and invest a lot of mental you know, health. That's a lot of time. It's a lot of time away. Mm. You know, think about how, like, one of the things you said, Z, was, you know, building that relationship with your family. And it's like we talked about last summer in the summer flow what our values, our core values are. And so when you look at that and you match that up with purpose and what is God putting in your path, okay, God, how does these align with my core values? That's good, Kiana. That's really good. good. How does that align? And I felt like that was Shay's transition because it was like, it's easy. I can do it. I'm doing it. And I excelled in it. But it's not aligning with my core values. Bro, Kiana, that's the word verbatim what my therapist said to me. She said, your values are changing. You need to write that down and see. They change all the time. That's why you got to reevaluate it every so often. I was just about to say that. Like, can you guys sense or feel when your values are changing? Because right now, lately, (laughs) like, and you guys know, like, in the summer fall, like, I was away. I was... Um, the furthest I've ever been away from my family while being in the same country. Yeah, Moody um, was out there, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And and man, and y'all know, you know, we had babies being born, life changing babies yeah. being born, graduations, um, graduations, uh, mm-hmm. tragedies. Man, I had you know someone you know who was who was hospitalized. Like so many things were going on, and I had so many different emotions. Like man, I'm not home. I'm not there. You know, I'm not able to experience this. I'm not able to to be there and help. And like, okay, was a was a value that was changing. Right, family, family is, is starting to become take a higher precedence than it was before. Right, um, and and it's showing now. So it's it's just funny that you guys say that because um, I can definitely sense when. And it goes back to. It goes back to Shay. Um, I I know because me and Shay share the love of watching the Know For Sure podcast. And it, it talked about sacrificing to get to where you want it to be. To yeah. where you want to be and your purpose Sacrifice. in that. And and that's what it, it served as a basis for the kind of the lesson I taught in Summer Flow of just obedience um, and just the other side of it because it's like sometimes you do have to get away and there's a lot of growth in that for sure but like you said the values change the values change my values when I was away is way different than what they are now and we all are I think in that space where it's looking different life is looking a little different yeah what I mean, matters is looking different. And I think Kiana, like, and I want to say, I want to say this, like, to the people that you know, because a lot of the audience that we would be speaking to are young individuals, um, that you know, like, Darshella didn't leave school. We're not telling you that she left school so you won't go to school. Not like, oh no, go <laughs> go get the education. For yeah, sure, just, we all we all agree to. Yeah, <laughs> like for sure, and well, and. Darcella will tell you that she she'll eventually go back to school, but this this is the part. Like I'm even gonna go back to school, but don't study something that you know is not for you. Like don't mm-hmm. sit in a place or in an environment that you know you're not really comfortable with being in. And I'm I'm okay with yeah, be uncomfortable so you get comfortable. Cool, but there's a different level of security when you know. This is I'm studying something that I love. Like yeah. I love this. I'm doing something that I love. And it doesn't matter how much you getting paid. It don't matter what it doesn't even matter. And this is the thing too. Don't okay. Here we go. Yeah. So don't say you love it just to post it on social media. That's good. Don't don't like yeah. don't don't do the things you quote unquote say, you know what I'm saying? But like all you want to and you you not doing them because nobody's seen it. And it's like, that's when it really matters, though. When nobody's seeing, when nobody's seeing, you still having that conversation with that homeless person. When you sitting on the curb with them and talking about, hey, you could really still change your life. Like, you don't have to record that. You don't have to, you don't have to put that on the gram. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to do that. And I think that's where I'm really at right now, bro. Like, like, ball is phenomenal, bro. Like, Moody, ball is phenomenal, bro. And I love it. I love it. But if I die today, I'll be upset that I ain't fulfill what God called me to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I would be, be upset, bro. Like I would, I would, I don't, bro. I don't even know if he would be like, well done, my well and faithful servant. I don't know if he'll say that to me because I was doing the things that I wanted to do. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. He, he, like my passion was, is baseball, which he gave me the purpose on why I'm here through baseball. But if I continue to move with my passion and I die, that passion not gonna get passed on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that, but purpose though, purpose is something that you don't see. That's something that is in the unseen arena that make a deposit to where, like we're saying, Darcella, me and I, like our kids, Darcella, they're going to be blessed because of the decisions we make today. Because yeah. of the decisions we have in our life today, they're gonna be blessed, bro. Un, 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 abundantly, like un, they're gonna have un, unconditional love for a lot of people because your mother and your father did the things that we didn't even imagine we could do. Mm-hmm. And just to piggyback and kind of put a pin in what you're saying in this conversation right now, it's like 
because people who listen to, to us are younger, it's important that they be exposed to this because if you if you're caught up in the TikTok, Instagram, whatever, <laughs> that chaos. No, and I'm not saying we we all got Instagrams, we all got TikToks for the most part, but like if you're caught up in like just doing stuff to be cool or to be an influencer or to be just like popular, like if you don't fit in with that, know that there are other people your age who don't fit in with that either. And you, I'd suggest you, you know, just try and find them, you know, because when I was in my last semester of school, it was very isolating. It was very isolating. And that's, but that's also how you know that you're on the cusp of some sort of like growth or some sort of change. Cause like Mm -hmm. he's got a God's, he has to isolate you so you can focus on what he's telling you so that you can go into this next season and be like, all right, I'm Gucci. Like, I don't need none of that stuff because I know why I'm here. Yeah. absolutely. Romans 12, too. Like, do not conform to the pattern of this world. All that stuff is temporary and it doesn't matter. And it's, it's just worldly and it's not going to contribute to who you are when and if you get to heaven. So, yeah. I, and I think that, it's never so. it's never too early to reevaluate your situation never your circumstances because yeah. there are 16 year olds who don't make it to 17 every single day yeah mm-hmm. it's yes. never too late absolutely and it all starts with God it all starts with God um I listen we were talking about listening back to um I listen back to the real spill. Hey. And a hey, hey. So <laughs> and it was interesting because I said in that episode that I was really in my point where I was starting to be consistent with my relationship with God. And I was like, dang. <laughs> because now I, I, I feel like wow, that was like it was years ago, but it was like wow. Because I've come so far, it was just like a wow moment. And it's like, I'm so thankful for that because I, w- I was just saying, like, when you get older and as you get older, because we are talking to a younger crowd, like, you know, it doesn't always get better, but you will have those wow moments where you look back and be like, I don't even know who that person was. Bro, what? But- oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't. 20? 21 23 you know 22 all that like wow because who I am now who God has called me to be and what he has really brought me through you know how I come to him now our conversation it changes all of that up they say when you go in college you don't leave with who you start with and that's true too but there's that growth part and when you get into your relationship with God, there's that other growth part where it's like, dang, I thought my lifelong friends was going to be my lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. But God. Yeah. So I, there's always twists and turns, but, you know, that's the part of evolving as people. You know, everybody it's like, even in friendships, you know, they always say in marriage, you know, you're not marrying that person at that time. You're marrying who the possibility. And so I feel like that's the same thing in friendships. And that's why I always tell you guys that I'm so grateful for, you know, Evolve just because these conversations aren't had enough. Nah, especially not to the depth that they need to be had. Bro, you got to think, bro. You got to think. 20 20 to 15 to 20 years from now this this recording is still going to be here and we're going to be able to go back and listen and to know where we're going to be at to where the Holy Spirit is going to put us at and the people that we're going to be changing lives for and the the change that we're going to have in our life Mm. like I just feel like it's so powerful to like to think about where we're going who we're going to become Carl said that in the podcast. He said, bro, it's not really about who you are or what you have. It's about who you become in the process. 
that like that for me like like I think I think I thank God for evolve too because you know I mean it was it's really been inspired by my mom you know what I mean she was an angel before she was an angel and I remember when I I remember when my dad had called me that she had transitioned and um you know it's just like when you know bro when you know right but it was just like a sense of what she left what she left was is in me like mm-hmm. like and I'm gonna be real and I know they I know I, I know they gonna hear this pod but whatever like I don't even know if her own children really cherish what she what she what she poured in me like she, she that was they that's their mother but like mm-hmm. there was things that my mom would do for me that I don't even know if she did for her own children and mm-hmm. I think that with that being said, like, that's why I'm like, okay, I don't have a child now, but we got people that's listening to this, which that's, that's our children. Like that's, we're, we're birthing people by doing what God is called to do. We're doing God's work. Right. And it's like, for me, I think a lot of times that I get kind of mixed up, I get in my head is because I am letting my past passion or my past um, drive dictate who I am right now. So, like, I'll, I'll give you an example. As in baseball, like, bro, I was like, but we got to make it to the league. I wrote it on the window. Like, I will become a major league baseball player. Um, and then, like, you know, Darshayla was like, okay, maybe it's not major league. Maybe it should be Hall of Fame. And then we started saying Hall of Fame. And it just hit me, and it's just like, I remember Coach Keys, shout out to Coach Keys, he told me, he was like, Z, you're not going to really see the change that you creating but years from now, you'll be able to feel it. And I think, like, the change for me is, okay, I want to create Hall of Fame players. Wow. I, wanna, I want to pour – I want to cultivate Major League Baseball players. Um, I want to cultivate men of God. I want to cultivate people to grow up as phenomenal men, like – and what I don't, you know, what I mean, whatever. Like I don't, I don't care what you believe in. I know what I, you know, Christ. But it's like if you, if you, whatever you believe in, still be a phenomenal human being. Mm-hmm. Like, just be a phenomenal human being, because really, you still following Christ. You just whatever. But like that's what that's what I'm really at with it, bro. Like Moody, I I haven't had I haven't even had this conversation with myself about ball, bro. I haven't even really had, like this is my first time really like opening up to myself and kind of just speaking about it. Um, but it's just like, I feel like it's, it's, I'm not giving up. I'm giving in. Um, I remember I, the first, the first season, bro, people come up, bro, you're going to make millions, bro. You're going to make it to the league, bro. Oh yeah. You make, you, you for sure making it to the league. And the whole time when they say I'm making it to the league, I say, I'm, I'm going to create change. I'm gonna be able to create change. I'm gonna be able to. Mm-hmm. I, I had it. I had it planned out. My first press conference. All I'm saying is cultivating change with generations. <laughs> how did you? How did you feel on the three-two count th- third inning? Cultivating change with generations. Yeah. Cultivating change with generations. Cultivating change with generations. And it's like, cause it's not. It's not about. It's not about ball, bro. Like for real. Like I'm playing ball because it's an out for my family. It's an out so my mom and my daddy can stop working for real. My dad's seventy, bro. Like, he's 70 years old, and he still got to get up in the morning, go get on the bus, drive these kids that they don't even know his name, get off the bus, come back home, sleep for an hour and a half, do the same thing over again. Yeah. And, like, I see him do that every day, and I'm like, bro, I'm tired of that. Like, I, you you, you are 70 years old. You've been working for 60 years of your life. Yeah. And it's like, if I'm still going to be stubborn and still – try to go for go for this right but it's like and, and i'm not gonna say it's gonna take long which it may take two three years four years it could take 10 i don't know but what i'm saying is that when you go on god's time one day is th- a thousand years and a thousand years is one day mm-hmm. stop playing around with god and actually go on your purpose and i'm speaking to myself it's tough it's tough to just be like yeah i'm gonna just I'm, I'm not gonna pick up the ball again or i'm not gonna compete again but i'm still gonna be around the game 
You know what, Alex? While you're talking, I'm just like, bro, you can create your own lane, man. Like, who says you can't have it all? Who says you can't do both? Yeah. You know, like, who says you can't cultivate athletes and be the athlete? Like, there's no, like what Josiah said, you cannot box God. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. you cannot box him like I just I don't know when you was talking I'm like bro why can't you just create your own lane for real mm-hmm. like limitless limitless amen it's just like where, where we at though you know what I mean like and that's for you too booty create your own lane Bo- yeah that was for both of y'all for real amen I think this is like the this is this is the other side. You know, everybody posts the highlights on 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 the media. <laughs> nah, this is the valley. This, this is, is the valley. Yeah. In the wilderness, it's dark. <laughs> this is this is the opposite of the highlights. This is actually what you need to be seeing. Yeah. Um, Real life. We in our twenties, bro. We in our twenties, man. Like. We're in our twenties, bro, and I, I'm not gonna sit here and speak that we got it all figured out. Oh, for sure, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're listening, <laughs> you know. If you listen as a listener, you're listening to individuals that are thriving, thrive, not surviving no more, thriving yeah. on figuring it out. And you know, like, I kind of want each of us to give like a nugget before we close, but like, um. My nigga would be, bro. Take, take a, take a second and take a breath and ask yourself who you are. And when you, when you answer that question, think about who you're gonna become. Because who you will become is gonna be so valuable that this world won't even know what to do with it. So, keep cultivating, keep evolving. And stay true to who you called to be. Absolutely, I would say. Uh, I would say, um, trust and love the process. You know, yeah. find joy in the process. It's it's just like training. When it burns, you can't just you can't stop. Keep going. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get the full fullness that you can get. So definitely push your way through. No, it's, it's going to be better on the other side. Just keep going. Amen. My nugget is to stay hungry. Man, I think um, the only place where my, where my head is, honestly, is I wonder what Jesus was thinking when, when he was experiencing his pain. He was tired and he was going through his suffering. I wonder I wonder where his mind was. Um and that's that's it. Like I'm I'm trying to like how can I put myself on a much smaller level magnitude of what was Jesus' mindset when he was going through that? Mm-hmm. Suffering don't last always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's still like he, he didn't even want to do it. He didn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to do that. But he I feel like he knew that there was a better outcome. He knew his problem. I might be I might be going through this now. He said that. But who I'm gonna come to be. Yeah. Who I'ma bring you to be. Mm-hmm. He knew this he knew his purpose. He didn't do it. He didn't do it just for himself. He did it. He did it for us, bro. Like he didn't even know us, but he did it for us. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, like he didn't really want to do it, but he knew his. He knew who he why he was created. His purpose. His purpose. Look at his purpose now. Like his purpose is still here today. We still talking about him. Yeah. Like, we're still talking about him. But I don't know if we'd be talking about if he was on his passion though. Yeah. And it's to also think, like, the first thing that I thought about when you said that was, is if we was in his position, getting treated the way that he got treated, everything that he went through, 
without knowing that this would be the outcome where we had done it. Because whether or not he knew he done it, he, he went through it, he took the stones, he took it all. And I think I think he did. I think I think and y'all gotta help me educate me, you know, and if I'm wrong, I think he did know. Um mm-hmm. I think he did know, you know, his his plan, you know what I mean? Josiah mm-hmm. said something that was key. He's like, bro, Jesus ain't never run nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he ain't he ain't never run. He knew he already knew his GPS was already set, bro. And he didn't let things really alter him. He didn't he didn't procrastinate on things. Like he knew what he was designed to do. And it's tough to be like, yeah, I would I would have followed Jesus in that time. I would I would I knew he was the son of man. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. That sound good. Okay. Cause if yeah. I would saw him, boy, I'd be like, I don't, I don't know father. <laughs> no, for real though. You know what I mean? Like it it makes you think because I mean this man's doing miracles. This man is you know what I'm saying? Like and I, I it's easy for us to be like, yeah, I would have followed him for sure. He's doing miracles. He didn't change his lives. I would have did it, mm-hmm. but when you when you're actually in the position, like we in our position right now, we gotta you're make decisions. It. When you in it. When you in it, it's bro. It's different, man. Mm-hmm. It's different because you know your decisions can impact people or it can degenerate other things in your life yeah and y'all listening this ain't the real spill but you getting the real spill (laughs) (laughs) shout out to the real spill but you getting the real spill bro because like i said this ain't no highlight this is like a true game right here um and we're gonna keep going bro like like i love that she said she's hungry bro and i'm hungry bro like I'm hungry, like for real, for real. Like I really just want to step into a, a a middle school. Like I want to step. I just want to go to schools now. I just want to go around schools, bro, and like cultivate change, bro. Cultivate change. I want to build a platform for us, dog. Like I want to. I want us to do that because we can. Like I'm telling you, when I see ETA, I'm just like, bro. Like it, it's not even the fact that they blessed financially. It's the fact that they secure on who they are. Like mm, that's they, good. They are secure. They they don't they don't have a doubt. They built relationships that will last forever. I I looked up today. I said, man, I, I've never seen what Didi looked like. I, I typed. I said, Eric Thomas' wife. And the and just to see two of, the two of them together and know about the story, I'm just like, oh, like that's somebody that made a decision. He made a decision, and even when she got MS, he turned it on. He turned it on, bro, mm-hmm. and and really cultivated his life. And I'm I'm ready to do that for us. I'm ready for us to take it to the next level within um evolve, take it to the next level within our life. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? But on uh. I will say, but my real nugget for for all the listeners, the, my carry away the night is grad school was just too easy for Shay. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean absolutely. Like it was, like it just, it was, it was nothing that was like, okay, you want to do what? Like, all right, <laughs> she got bored with grad school. <laughs> Straight A's, Moody. Straight A's, bro. Like. Bro, she made a hundred and two or one of her tests. Hundred and one. I'm like, bro, hold on, bro. It was a hundred and four. Oh my fault. But you see what I'm saying, bro? Like that's just next level. That's next level, bro. Yeah. For real. But nah, man, look, like we we appreciate y'all. Um, I appreciate y'all for spending this time with us and really pointing to the people in Evolve, the people that's listening. I believe that this is going to do well. I believe it's going to do well for us. Um, it's just like therapy, bro. It's like therapy. It's like a group therapy session. Um, and, and we're going to keep... know that I don't sound like how Z imitated me to sound like... <laughs> <laughs> Not nothing. <laughs> yeah, now, now they know. Now they know. 
But um, man, we're gonna we're gonna cut it right here, bro. We love y'all. Uh, we're gonna be on next week. Tap into it, lock in, leave a review. Just talk to us, man. Go ahead and communicate. We love y'all. Peace.